Hello and welcome to Listen in Worship for St Michael's and St Mary's, a sermon and a song for the seventh Sunday of Easter. We heard in our first reading, Jesus said to his disciples, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes and a cloud hid him from their sight. Why are you looking up? The angel said to them. Well, the whole idea of ascension makes us want to look up, doesn't it? And I wonder what that moment was like. England, I think, is one of the countries that has lost some of the sense of the significance of the ascension, almost as if it were just a postscript or an epilogue after the story that really finished with the resurrection. A sort of, oh, and by the way, well, after that he went back where he came from. But it is so much more than that. The ascension first of all marks the end of Jesus's earthly appearances to his disciples. Then the ascension of Jesus is important because it is part of Jesus's vindication. Jesus died, crucified, a shameful criminal's death. But now Jesus is risen and ascended to the right hand of the Father, where he reigns in glory. If the resurrection was part one, if you like, of Jesus's vindication and exaltation, then the ascension is part two. Part one was to raise him to new life and part two was to raise him to the to heaven, to the right hand of the Father. And the book of Daniel gives us a wonderful picture of what his welcome might have been like. In my vision at night I looked and there before me was one like a son of man coming on the clouds of heaven. He approached the ancient of days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory and sovereign power. All nations and peoples of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. You can find that in Daniel chapter 7 if you want to find it. In the light of this, we might say that the ascension is Jesus' exaltation, his coronation and his enthronement. Testimony to the truth that the highest place that heaven affords is is his by right, the King of kings, the Lord of lords and heaven's eternal light. That's what Thomas Kelly's wonderful hymn says. And as one writer puts it, Tom Wright, the governance of the whole universe is now in the utterly safe and scarred hands of Jesus, the one who alone will use power exclusively in the service of love. And I'll repeat that. The governance of the whole universe is now in the utterly safe and scarred hands of Jesus, the one who alone will use power exclusively in the service of love. Is there 
no end to the love that our God pours out upon us. First, we were made in his own image to steward, to rule and to care for creation. That's what Genesis chapter 1 says. Then he sent his only son. God himself came in flesh as one of us to die and to save us and to bring us back to his gracious heart. That's what John chapter 1 says. And now still more. In the ascension of Jesus, something of our own human nature has now been taken into the realm of God, into the presence of God and onto the throne of God. That's what Ephesians chapter 4 says. God, in his mercy and grace, has eternally welded himself to us so that we can never again lose our access to God. The God who used to walk with us in the garden in the cool of the evening. This God invites us and has made it possible for us to be with him, alive with him, wherever he is and for all eternity. And although he has ascended, we are not left alone. Last week, we heard his wonderful promise. I will not leave you alone. I will not leave you like orphans. I will send the Holy Spirit. And today we heard his prayer for us. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. The Spirit is the chapter of this God story that we live today. Now Jesus has returned to the Father and God has poured out his Spirit on all flesh, on you and me, and for a purpose. <coughs> Excuse me. Now Jesus has returned to the Father and God has poured out his Spirit on all flesh, on you and me and for a purpose. Because Jesus came not just to show us how to get to heaven, but to show us how to live. And so now, for those who were standing and looking up, there is yet work to be done. The mission of Jesus goes on in the work of the church, which is now anointed to proclaim good news to the poor, to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. And so as we remember and celebrate Jesus's ascension to the Father's side, we must also choose to accept our calling and to look again towards Pentecost and the coming of the Holy Spirit as we continue to pray. Holy Spirit, stir us, strengthen us, teach and inspire us to live your love with generosity and joy, imagination and courage for the sake of your world and in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Have a good week. And please enjoy our hymn of the day.
before you go. Holy Spirit, living breath of God, breathe new life into my willing soul. Let the presence of the risen Lord come renew my heart and make me whole. Cause your word to come alive in me. Give me faith for what I cannot see. Give me passion for your purity. Holy Spirit, breathe new life in me. Holy Spirit, come abide within. May your joy be seen in all I do. Love enough to cover every sin in each thought and deed and attitude. Kindness to the greatest and the least, gentleness that sows the path of peace. Turn my strivings into works of grace. Breath of God, show Christ in all I do. Holy Spirit, from creation's birth, giving life to all that God has made. Show your power once again on earth, cause your church to hunger for your ways. Let the fragrance of our prayers arise, lead us on the road of sacrifice. That in unity the face of Christ may be clear for all the world to see.